In today's episode, I have the privilege of talking with Sean Sutherland. He is also known as the Brand Healer. For the last 10 years, he's worked with countless business mentors and personal development coaches to learn what it takes to create an unshakable mindset. He's gone through the darkest depths of himself only to find the brightest light that he will offer us today. Through his self-discovery, he's learned how to conquer limiting beliefs and reprogram the subconscious mind. I'm so excited to have him here today. We're going to be talking about branding and building an unshakable mindset. Branding and mindset go together. And that's something that he's very good at explaining and, and helping us to understand that. I'm excited to have him here, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to Starting a Business Simplified. I'm Susie Rains, your host, and I look forward to helping you simplify starting a business. Hey, Sean, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So um, we've had a conversation before, and I just I want you to explain a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself, and then answer the question, what caused you to have the name The Brand Healer? Yeah, of course. So a little bit about myself. My, I have a previous history in the cannabis space where I developed brands that gained a lot of recognition in Canada. That's kind of how I got my reputation in the brand space. And, uh, you know, once I shut down what my previous business, I opened Brand Roots, which is a brand consulting company, which is now targeting holistic wellness brands. And uh, I've taken all my knowledge over the last decade of, of, of working with brands, developing brands, and, uh, you know, learning all the different things that you need to entail, which is connecting with your audience, connecting with uh, your message, understanding why you're presenting this, what gap you fill in the market, competitor analysis, everything that you need to do in a brand strategy is what I bring to my clients now. And I help them get the traction that I've had previously with previous businesses, including Brand Roots. So the Brand Healer came about with, uh, it actually was given to me by a client. A client kind of looked at me and said, you know, you know what you do is you, you, you find things that are out of alignment in a business and you bring them back into alignment, almost healing the business. So I work with a lot of businesses that have, uh, you know, are taking their next steps. They're evolving businesses. They're, they've been around for a while, but they're kind of stuck. They've hit that plateau. They don't know how to get to the next level. And there's things that are out of place as they evolve, whether it be their messaging or maybe their audience has changed or they need to reposition themselves in the minds of their audience. And, um, uh, you know, he was just like, he's like, you're the brand healer, man. And, and it's just kind of stuck. <laughs> and and, and uh, as, as that kind of was, I've been introducing myself as that, you know, people are like, yeah, that fits. That's, that's, that's great. Now I'm, not, I'm, I'm targeting the holistic space. You know, it really works out well because I don't know a lot of people that I'm talking to are a healer of some kind. So, yeah. I love that. That, that description is so clear. Mm-hmm. And for my listeners, who are starting a business or thinking about starting a business. I think this is a great conversation that we can have because we go into it thinking that we're just going to launch and be perfect and it's all going to mm-hmm. flow. And like, it doesn't, you know, we got our, we got everything set up. We know what we need we, when it comes to branding. Okay. We have we're our logo and we have our messaging and we know what we want to say, but everything in small businesses, it changes and it shifts. Yeah. 
And so I love that description of working with people once they've been in business for a little while and they're really figuring out what works, what doesn't work. And then they have to figure out how to align themselves with that new vision. Yeah. And speaking directly to your audience, like as a startup, um, thinking that we have to be perfect out of the gate is a mistake. It's more that you want to get started. And as things evolve and as you kind of see the clients that come through and, you know, you can make adjustments, right? I mean, in the beginning, if you make changes, nobody's going to notice because you're small, right? It's when you're larger that you want to be more mindful of the bigger changes. And, you know, watching brand roots and kind of the evolution that I've had with that, with this company, you know, it's just been a learning process and kind of stepping into those roles as they present themselves, right? So it's, uh, you know, things will change. Yeah, I love that. And and just for my listeners, things will change. Just mm-hmm. just saying that and just having that awareness, um, I think is huge. I know that you have talked about mindset and branding and how they go together. Mm-hmm. I would love for you to explain more about that and and really what the importance is of a mindset when you're in a small business, whether you've just started out or as you're evolving and growing. Yeah, of course. I mean, especially when you're just starting out, I mean, the mindset is so important because you're taking on such challenging tasks that you might not feel comfortable. So, I mean, often a lot of our limiting beliefs surface at that point, you know, can I do this? Am I good enough? You know, like, do I know what I'm doing? And if we succumb to that mindset, we're not going to get anywhere. We're not going to get to the next level. We're not going to be able to actually access that. And at the same time, as you, as you evolve as a brand or as you step into your role as, as um, or build your business, your mindset needs to match the goals that you set. If you're setting these massive goals, I want to make a million dollars, this and that, but then at the same time, your mindset is like not believing in what you can achieve, then you're not going to attain those goals, right? So you have to have that equal mindset to the goal setting and be aware of that, be cognizant of that. And, you know, can I achieve this? Is this realistic? And 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 kind of set goals within where you're at. Yeah, that is so important. I know just for me as an example, in my business, I have to have that vision. Okay, where do I want to go? And then what's realistic? And then align my mindset and say, yeah, that's attainable. And I'm there. And I'm that's where I'm going to set my goals. And making them stretch goals, but also understanding that we have to believe they're going to happen. Um, exactly. Like, for example, I have a workbook that I sell. And I made a goal for myself that I was going to, I put it on my projections for forecasting. And this is maybe a little advanced for my listeners, but that's something I teach is how to forecast and how to, to think about what's coming for the year. And I put down a number of how many I wanted to sell. And as soon as I did it, mm-hmm. I started making sales. It was like, I mentally said, this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I set out to do. And opportunities started to present themselves. And it allowed me to mm-hmm. carry that belief that, yeah, I'm going to sell that many. I think that's really important. Think, that's talking, Yeah, talking about mindset. Um, what are some things that our listeners could do to help them get into that mindset of their goal? Yeah, that's a good question. And, uh, you know, the answer that I give everybody is that once you recognize the negative self-talk that is in every, you know, that everybody experiences at some point or another, it's interrupting that chatter and placing it with the positive, right? 
And if you are taking on goals that are really daunting, you know, how can you break those down into micro goals where they're much more achievable? Because once you achieve a little bit of that goal, you know, it, it, you build that momentum, right? So it's not setting, you can have the macro goal, but what are the micro goals to ascend to the macro goal and then achieving those and everything that you do. And I'm talking everything like I'm, I've, you know, commend myself at this is like commend yourself when you're doing good things. Right. And when you, when you get over, when you accomplish that micro goal, you know, take a minute and be like, wow, you know, I got that, you know, that, that was awesome. I did really well there. And, you know, just put that positive self-talk in at all times. And, it, you know, eventually it just catches like wildfire. And then you'll find yourself talking so much more positive than negative because you witness all the great things you've done. Like human beings are just so good at doing 10 things right and one thing wrong, but hyper-focusing on that one wrong thing. Like, and instead of looking back and being like, wow, you know, I did all 10 things right, but I missed one, you know, let's focus on the positive instead of that one negative, because really it's a small percentage in what we're doing. I love that. That's so important. And the small, those small micro goals are huge. Um, one of my favorite books is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I quote him constantly. <laughs> But that's his concept is improve 1% a day. Just mm -hmm. do, you know, break down. And I, I think a good suggestion would be when you have a goal, can you make it smaller? So once mm -hmm. you give yourself a goal, look at it, analyze it and say, okay, this is my goal. How can I break that down and make it smaller? And then just do those small things. I love that. Um, so what would you recommend? Um when someone is thinking about a brand strategy, um, we talked about mindset and we'll talk a little bit about brand and then how those two come together. Um, as a beginner, just starting out, what would you say is the most important thing around branding that a person could do? Yeah, that's actually where the name brand roots comes from. And for me, the most important thing is creating the foundation. You know, you want a strong foundation from which to build, right? So what does that mean? It's understanding your target audience, what your message is, getting all your ducks in a row so that you know kind of how, what the brand message is, how it stands up and how you're going to present it to other people so that your marketing is, is in line with it, right? So before you even get a logo done, you should have an idea of what your message is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and some of the other foundational pieces so that you can hand that off to a designer to really get that feel for what you're looking to create. So your design now matches your strategy. Once you have that in place, you can also start going into your marketing material and then everything will be consistent, right? And with brands, what do we want more? The, the thing that we look for most in a brand is consistency. So does it show up in, this, in all these different places in a way that we recognize it so that we can build trust with that brand? If you think of all the big brands that you buy, generally it's based off a trust thing that you formed with them of the way they show up and it's based off their values and how your, their values align with your values and that's why we purchase from them, right? So it's understanding those bases and setting that strong foundation. I'm a, I'm a huge proponent for foundation. Yeah, that's a really good, good suggestion for people when they do set the foundation for their branding. So I can understand because that's really good, good information. And I'm like, that's a lot of information. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, what steps would you say, like what order should they tackle these things because we were just talking about goals and breaking them down so if i was going to set up you said wait on the logo messaging first mm -hmm. am i understanding that if we were if i was going to do a bullet list what would i list out in order of to do for branding 
Yeah, good question. So first, it starts with an idea, right? So the idea of what you want to bring to an industry, right? And then for me, it's exploring that industry. So looking at the competitors of who's already in that industry and and creating a strategy that is different from the other competitors. We, we often will go to market thinking that we want to copy the big brands because they've had success, but really you just fall in the shadows and nobody will know who you are because it's already been done and it's been done to such a high level that you don't set yourself up for success. So finding that kind of gap of how you're different in the market and understanding that and then creating your messaging around that to bring that to your, your customer audience. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of steps into brand strategy, so I'm not going to bullet each one of those. But then once you kind of create that basis of the brand strategy, you know, hand that strategy off to a designer so they really get a feel for what you're looking to create. Because designers, I mean, they're so creative that when they hear like your message or your purpose or what you're bringing to the, what you want to bring to the industry, then they create the design around that, right? So then it, it matches your strategy and, and you're off the races on a, on a really kind of aligned brand. That's really good. Um, and that's something for my listeners to, it ties into everything that I do with my clients is coming up with that beginning concept who are you and what you do and knowing what you do so that you can tell a designer and a marketing strategy person what it is that you want to offer to your audience and what, you know, what your beliefs are, what your values are as a business. And I think that gets forgotten and when they just want to dive in and this is what I sell <laughs> and they don't have yeah. the foundation, like you said, having that foundation. So now we have our mindset and we have our branding. How did those two come together? Well, I tell everybody that, uh, you know, once you've been gone in the entrepreneur or solopreneur route, I mean, you need the mindset to get over the challenges that you're going to be faced with. And that comes with the brand strategy, because as you implement your brand strategy, you're going to have to do things that are going to be outside your comfort zone, right? So when you get in those uncomfortable places, can your mindset help you get through those? Can you find comfort within the discomfort, right? So they're, they're both play a pivotal role that you can have the best branding and brand strategy, but if you come up to a hurdle and your, your mindset's like, I can't do this, you're not going to get very far in your business, right? So they have to kind of work together in the sense that they're helping each other advance the business, right? Yeah, and I love um, the, when you have a strategy, it builds that confidence to help you with that mindset, you know, as you're, and and I'm learning this, I'm working, actually working with a a web designer content creator right now. And I'm finding she's coming up with things. And again, I have to align with what she's doing and say, okay, she's taking me to the next level. Am I ready for that? How am I dealing with that mentally and, and bring myself up to her level? Cause she's doing everything amazing. And I, I recommend for people listening, find people and I do recommendations and I share with my audience, people that I work with, you'll hear people on the podcast. We have Sean here today. Um, find people that you can work with. We're not, we're not going to be able to do everything in our business. I can't do all the things I had to find people that I trusted and ask them to help me and hire people to help me. And that's totally okay. It doesn't make us less of people. Like we can't manage our business. It just means that we're going to be specialized in what we provide our clients. Mm -hmm. Just like mm -hmm. you're specialized in what you provide for your clients. And, um, and I think that 
as a new business owner, a lot of times we get caught up that we have to do everything. So I love the suggestions. I love that you came with things that people can do now. Make mm-hmm. your list, figure out your mindset. Where are you having those negative thoughts? Take a minute and and jot them down. And then once you have a list of all the negative stuff you're saying, every negative has a positive. So I recommend write down your negatives and next to them, write the positive, the opposite positive mm-hmm. and see if you can work through those things. A good exercise to add to that is just to uh, get all the negative thoughts out on paper and just put them aside and just be like, hey, you know, I got them all out. Thank you. I see those thoughts. I don't need them right now. They're not serving me anyway. I'm going to put this aside. I'm not dealing with this. And that at least that gets them out of your mind and onto paper so that it just helps the process of eliminating those thoughts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Thank you so much for the recommendations and the clarity around mindset and branding. Um, is there anything else that you would love to share with our listeners if, when you're thinking about, even back to when you started your business, what were some of the things that that helped you shift your mindset and really move you forward when you were stuck? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a deep question. Like uh, one thing that really helped me is is once you recognize that you have an idea or you have something, try not to expand too quickly. You know, we often get so excited that we have an idea or especially a product. And then we want to add to our product line and we want to grow and everything. That was a problem that I ran in really early with my first business where we were just like an idea machine. We just kept creating products. And then the overhead just crushed us because, you know, once you're managing multiple SKUs and multiple products, it becomes way more difficult and way more costly. So um, being mindful that it is a process and at the same time, getting to a point where you're established in the business before expanding is, is a really strong point. And with the mindset piece is just understanding that majority of the beliefs that we adopt are adopted from zero to seven. So it's it, you're not everybody, but there's a lot of people that are running old programs running in the background. Like I can't, I can't do this. And if you can just check out from that and just separate yourself from that from a little bit and just start replacing those thoughts with positive, it'll make the biggest difference in your life, in your business. And it's just such a powerful technique. Yeah, that that is so true. We do replay and we're very programmed. Our very brains programmed. are, yeah. Our subconscious is like, this is what I learned and this is what we're going with. And we have to consciously redirect that and change that. And that's such a huge thing. Um, what would you say to yourself now, now that you have a successful business and you've, you've been good doing well, what would you tell yourself back when you started that first business? It would, it would hammer home the point that I made earlier about creating that foundation. I mean, once, once you, my first business, we, you know, had an idea and just kind of ran with it. We didn't actually set any parameters in any any kind of uh, outline of what we were trying to achieve. We didn't have goals. We didn't have anything that was really tangible to to reflect back on. And that really hurt the first business. So I would go back and tell myself, you know, get everything aligned with what you're trying to create, who you're trying to talk to, how you're going to talk to them, create that brand voice, create everything so that you understand and that your team understands and everybody's on the same page. That's great. And I'm going to put a little plug in for my listeners. Um, I, that's what I do. My business is business planning. That's really what I do. And that's the biggest thing that my clients come to me with. They're like, I want to start a business. I have this great idea. I'm like, okay, what's your plan? And Mm -hmm. they're like, uh, (laughs) I'm not sure. 
So that's exactly what I do. I actually walk people through their from their business idea and all the way through every aspect of a business from marketing to operations to finances. We talk about all of it and we just get it out. And then from that point, then they can start implementing and they can mm-hmm. take and fill in the blanks with people that they need to hire to help them. Um, so that I, I love that, that you have been able to be honest with the audience and just be like, Hey, this is how it is. And it's hard, but we hard. have tools. We do have tools that we can use. I love this conversation. And I love that you've offered some really good takeaways. That if someone had any questions, how would they be able to reach out to you? Yeah, of course. You can find me at uh, www.yourbrandroots.com. And I offer free 30-minute discovery calls. So, I mean, feel free to reach out, have that call with me. We can learn more about each other's businesses and and how I can be of service. Um, You can also find me on Instagram, again, at at yourbrandroots. And, uh, you know, DM me with any questions and, you know, just have a conversation. You know, I love meeting new people. I love hearing people's ideas and kind of what their strategy is to go to market. So, I'm a very easy going guy and, and, uh, you know, let's just have a, have a conversation. Awesome. Thanks so much, Sean, for being here and being on the podcast and for my listeners out there, just remember, keep it simple.